Well, the multi, the Socceroos, Liverpool. Mossy, Morty, mate, where do you want to start? <laughs> Happy like Monday, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I shouldn't start at all. But no, these are the times where you've got to face in, turn up, roll your sleeves up and get stuck in and... And I'll do that, as always, but uh, I want to I start with the vitriol. It sounds like I'm getting some this morning as well, but, uh, you know, I, I've got thick skin. I can, I can cop it. But the, vitri- the personal vitriol aimed at some of the Socceroos' individual players online, to, the majority is fantastic, and I hate wasting airtime on this, but it has to be called out because I don't know what gives a human being the right to attack an individual personally for missing a goal or giving away a penalty um, and things like that. Fair enough, critique the performances and things like that. But once you get personal and cross that line, you're a disgrace to society and you should be banned from every social media platform that there is on this planet. It's disgraceful. Um, The Socceroos gave their best. Um, I said anything less than a semi-final would be a failure. That was not taking into consideration that we may face a South Korea in the quarterfinal uh, or sorry, a Korea Republic in the quarterfinal, who quite simply were superhuman. They they went to extra time and penalties to get through to the quarterfinal. They went through extra time, uh, found a way to take it to extra time against us. Found a way to find the back of the net. Uh, Sun Hyung uh, Min, the uh, the best player in Asia, one of the best players in the world. And sometimes that happens in sport. That's what sport. That's what we love about sport. It's always a contest. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still a proud Socceroo fan, um, given the performances and the grit and determination and resilience that we showed. We need to get better, and we will. Um, but as Graham Arnold said, this Asian Cup was about one eye on the Asian Cup, two eyes on the World Cup, because the World Cup, quite frankly, um, is a stage that every uh, every country wants to be on. I didn't see the game, Mido, uh, Mido Mossy, uh, but I agree with your, your sentiments, what you said before. But we did have our chances, by all reports. We should have won. Is that right? Yeah, we did. And, and that's, you know, that's the double-edged sword was. We created enough chances. That was our best performance at the Asian Cup against the best opponent that we faced. And we had them on the rack. And, uh, you know, had Juki taken uh, one of his two chances, had Martin Boyle put, uh, put the header away before Juki blazed over, um, it would have been 2-0, possibly 3-0, game over. Um, but it wasn't, and you leave the door ajar if you don't take your chances. Uh, that's our game, and um, you know they've got uh, players who are playing in the Premier League, um, real quality, who uh, who took advantage, found an extra gear, and um, and good luck to them. Where's our squad at, Mossy? Have we got the right players? Uh, what do we do against? We've got Lebanon next month, don't we? What does Arnie do with with the squad? Does he keep it quite similar? Yeah, look, I think so. I mean, there'll be, uh, I don't know who, but uh, there's been talk of a couple of maybe retirements, whether yeah. that happens uh, between the Asian Cup and, and the next World Cup qualifiers next month, Clarky. I'm not sure whether, uh, you know, whoever it is, maybe uh, they, they may play those games, retire on home soil. Um, I, I don't know. But, um, you know, the squad, um, I think this Asian Cup will have taught Arnie and his staff a lot of lessons about players who will go forward with the Socceroos who may um, fall off to the periphery. Um, but certainly, um, you know, there were some players that really stood up. I think Riley McGree has gone to another level for us. Um, you know, that's uh, that's one real positive. Um, and the likes, even the likes of Lewis Miller, I know he's, um, you know, given away the, the penalty and the free kick. Um, but, you know, he's shown that he can handle football at that level. His temperament um, definitely needs a bit of work, but that happened, That comes with uh, with experience and playing at that level. Well, let's stick with some local news then. And the game last night, 
which was a classic at Campbelltown. MacArthur beating the Wanderers 4-3. And Marco Rodan has teed off in his post-match media conference, saying there's a stigma attached to his club. He mentions the referee, how there's history between them. Wow. He was particularly scathing at how Germain stayed on the pitch after he kicked out one of the Wanderers' plays in the first half. To what extent are Marco Rodan's comments justified, Bossy? Uh, it's an interesting one. I, I get a funny feeling uh, Roods will have to answer for those comments uh, this week, so I don't want to add uh, fuel to the fire. Uh, I can understand um, b- before it's heard by whoever it's going to be heard from, but um, I think he might find himself in a little bit of trouble for those comments, and it's very, very difficult at the end of a game like that um, to hold your emotions in check. Um, but I can understand the frustrations. It was one of those games... Well, I can understand the emotions. Uh, it was one of those games that had it all, three all by half-time. Like, it was just a remarkable a remarkable game of football. Um, and again, a, part of a remarkable round, 26-odd goals, I think it was, in 25 goals in six games. Um, but, yeah, th- there's decisions that uh, one week will go for him. Um, you know, last night they probably didn't go for him. And uh, that's football over the course of a season. We all know that the old cliche, they even themselves out or find a way of even themselves out. Um, but, yeah, look, I don't... Um, as long as you don't cross the line, obviously, with your comments, I don't mind that because at the end of the day, our game is built on emotion and passion. Um, and I can't stand... Uh, players and coaches trotting out the company line after games. Um, and the one thing that's been a highlight for me this season has been some really honest post-game interviews with players and coaches where they've said it how it is. Um, so, yeah, watch this space, see what happens this week. But uh, great to see the passion. What do they usually get fined, Mossy? <laughs> I think he's heading for a fine. He's fine. <laughs> I know that you're getting away from that, Didn't mate. Didn't he get a yellow card? Didn't <laughs> he yeah, after the yeah, game? Yeah. Yeah. What's the most you can get, Mossy? <laughs> it is, it's yeah. coming his way. He's cooked. <laughs> <laughs> and we love Roots. Yeah. Beauty, but he's cooked. I have to say, I did have a little giggle because when he went to the referee, Roots has a way of always doing it with a smile on his face. Right. <laughs> but you can tell the smile is just an absolute smokescreen for what he's saying. But, uh, yeah, no, he did cop a yellow card, so uh, it, it will, I, I guess, draw the attention of uh, officials at a higher level this week. How was Sydney FC going? Uh, well, it was a bit of an owner skin down there, North Hobart Oval against uh, bottom of the table, Western United, and they slipped on it, to be fair, because um, they didn't get the three points um, in the two-all draw, but... Um, yeah, look, I still think they're making headway under Ulfik Tala. You know, he's come in, he's had to change uh, to, to get things working his way. But um, at the end of the day, they were they were 2 nil up and uh, they let that slip to, to draw 2-2. Um, so that's, you know, that's two points dropped uh, when you when you hold a 2 nil advantage in our game. So, um, yeah, probably half a step backwards. Amazing how hot the Mariners are. 4-0 in Adelaide. Absolutely. You, you can, they're must-watch TV. Um, when you think about it, and we spoke about this last week, I think Loz, uh, you know, losing the first four games, and now they've gone, I think that's now 11 um, undefeated. Have they had a um, turnover of squad, Mossy, or was the same squad, just different manager came in? No, huge turnover. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mate, they, they lost some really key Cummings. players last year. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And, and everyone said, where's these goals going to come from? Now, Angel Torres... 
uh, is where the goals are coming from. And he was irrepressible on the weekend. He was uh, not irrepressible, irresistible on the weekend. Um, and he didn't start the season well at all. It took him time to settle in. He looked like he wasn't fitting into the structures uh, that Mark Jackson wanted to play. He is now one of the, the hottest properties in, in the A-League. And um, little Joshy Nisbet in midfield, um, you know, he doesn't grab a lot of headlines, but he is the, 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 um, he's the glue that makes that team, team tick. And uh, he's a fantastic little player. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, he'd be no taller than uh, Lionel Messi. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if he somehow came into soccer calculations in the near future if he keeps going. So do they change the way that they played under a different manager or just built on what he created? Yeah, not not hugely. Um, you know, Mark Jackson, I think Nick Montgomery was a big part of Mark Jackson getting the job. They knew each other from England, so he, he helped the club find someone because he was leaving late in pre-season, so he helped the club find someone that he thought would carry on the work that they'd done. And um, it looks as though he's done that very similar style of football um, but it, it just clearly took him time to come to grips with the A-League what it was all about and once he's done that and had time to work with the players and um, you know he's, he's getting, and don't forget they lost uh, Marco Tullio as well in January who was um, you know he pretty much stepped up to the plate and was giving them the goals that Cummings gave them last year and then you lose him in January and now Torres is stepping up so the, the culture and the, the framework that the players work within is clearly working for them. What about over in the EPL, Mossy? Uh, Liverpool stumble and Ange gets a draw against Everton. Mate, you're breaking up, Clarky. Sorry, I can't. Yeah, can't I thought I might be. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Liverpool yeah, lose to Arsenal. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> loud, loud and clear, mate. Loud and clear. <laughs> Sorry, um, mate. No, look, Arsenal deserved this. This this was a massive, massive game for them in the in the the context of the title race. Um, they've moved to within two points of uh, Liverpool now. Uh, it was Arsenal's night, not Liverpool's night. Um, they, they fully deserve the three points. Um, and it really opens things up now at the top of the table because Manchester, uh, Manchester City sorry, have got two games in hand of the rest of the top six uh, starting tomorrow morning with Brentford away. So, um, yeah, it, it's in Manchester City's hands, really. To they, they could, with the game in hand, they could go top of the table and um, normal order resumed, some would say. But um, the, the other movers and shakers, Manchester United, they're, they're starting to show something under Eric uh, Ten Hag and um, the... Consistency, I, I think, would be the the key thing. They're starting to show some good young players. Ganacho, um, Hoyland um, are, are really starting to look comfortable in a Manchester United uh, shirt. Thank you, Phil. Have a great week. Thank mate. you, Mido. Yeah, and uh, mate, are you sending security around to my house? What's what's going on? What's big sports breaking uh, doing? To I don't know me? if we can afford that at the moment. Sorry, you'll just have to <laughs> fend for yourself. You'll be winner. fine. I'll just have to pick a winner. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. Have a good You'll week, be sweet. Guys. Good on you. See you, buddy. See ya. Cheers.